Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Well, hello, everyone. It's Julie Schrager. I am your host of the Nothing But Julie podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope that you can continue listening to me today. I do think that there is a little bit of, of uh, breeze and some wind that might uh, you might be able to hear, and that is because I do live in South Florida, and I decided I was going <clears throat> to do my podcast uh, while I was taking a walk to look for inspiration or to just get out of the funk that I'm in and do this instead of staying in my home and doing the podcast. So I hope that you can all just kind of deal with a little bit of the wind and a little bit of out of breathness from me. So what did I decide that I was going to discuss today? Well, it is the holiday season. Christmas is upon us. So for those of you who do celebrate Christmas, a very Merry Christmas to you all. I will be wishing you a very happy new year next week. Uh, so Christmas is upon us. And I thought, what's the best thing that I can discuss? Well, I am going to talk to you about fad diets. And not just a diet, but way of living. What do I mean by that? Well, let's get right into it. I'm going to talk to you about so many different diet plans and why they don't work. You've got the Mediterranean diet. You've got intermittent fasting. You have got, um, let's see, keto. You have got paleo. You've got, what is that one called? Octavia, Weight Watchers. You've got so many different plans that you could follow, not follow. Um, the ones that I do not like the most are the ones where you have to spend hundreds of dollars and buy their food. The reason why I don't like that, and I've never done it, but the reason why I don't like it is because once you come off of their food, the weight comes right back on. Because it has been scientifically proven that the majority of the weight is because of the foods that we eat. I don't agree with that. I actually think that for some people, including myself, it's not just about the food. It is also about exercise. My body uh, will only stay its weight um, at the correct weight or the weight that I like when I exercise. See, now I can do, let's say, intermittent fasting, and yet I won't gain weight, but I won't lose it. I will just maintain the weight. But what if I need to lose some weight, however much that might be? Who wants to literally starve themselves to remain the same weight? Now, 
This is what I'm talking about. You need to find a way of living that is conducive to your lifestyle. You, let's say, work a crazy schedule. Let's say you work more than 40 hours a week. You don't have time to do a lot of food shopping, nor do you have time to make many meals. So you go and you buy $500 worth of food from these diet plans that come with the coaches and all that stuff. With all due respect to those who believe in it and those who are doing it, it is just another pyramid scheme. That's it. These people don't care about you as much as they want to make it seem like they do. They don't. The reason why they act like they care about you is because of the money that they're going to be making off of you and the potential of the money they're going to make off of you becoming a coach and then other people becoming a coach. Now, these things just don't last very long. After a certain period of time, people just stop buying it and the coaches drop off from the face of the earth. I have done two pyramid schemes in my life, both of which I completely regretted. I never thought that I should have done it, and I wasted my money, I wasted my time, and I will never join another multi-marketing pyramid scheme um, bullshit again. My thoughts personally. Now, let's say I work 50, 60 hours a week and I don't have the time to go food shopping or make any food. And I join one of these programs that requires me to spend my well-earned money. I now get this food. I now get wonderful advice from coaches that don't know what the hell they're talking about because they are not certified nutritionists. They didn't go to school. They're not personal trainers. They act and talk like they know what they're talking about, but they really don't. You can get the exact same information online. So you buy the food. You eat it. It's not the best tasting in the world, but it'll do. How is that teaching you not to grab that Haagen-Dazs ice cream in your freezer? It's not. How is it helping you to lose weight on a permanent lifestyle basis? It's not. You are buying other people's food or you're buying food made by other people. You really don't know what's in it. You really don't know how fresh it is, how clean and whole it is. All you know is that you're losing weight. Well, yeah, you're losing weight because you're eating healthy. You're losing weight because you're not eating something that has a lot of food on your plate. You're doing portion control. You're losing weight because you're not eating junk and you're not eating crap because you've decided not to. You've decided to eat their delicious, disgusting chocolate muffin and you are determined. And all of a sudden you realize that you have now lost the 20 pounds that you wanted to lose and you're so happy and you're so excited about it. Oh, this is wonderful news. I lost all this weight. I'm going to go off the program. Bam, 20 pounds back on. Here's the thing, guys. It's really very simple. It's just a change of attitude. 
And it is the hardest thing to do. Putting on weight is so easy. Taking it off, not so much. All you need to do is adopt a new attitude. That's it. Adopt a new attitude. You go out, you make the time. And let me just let me just say this. In today's world, there are so many options. You can actually have someone pay someone to go out and buy the foods that you want and bring them home for you. Now, there are things like meal prepping. Over the weekend, you can take a few hours and you can prep all of your meals into portion control sizes. You can even get the portion control prep meal um, BPA-free plastic um, containers on Amazon. You could just be sitting on your phone and order it. Everything comes to your house. Now, let me also mention that there are plenty of other places where you can buy very good food without having to be on, you know, these so-called diet plans, okay? If you want. There's plenty of other places, even people who are local to you will actually be making food and they can bring it to your home. They can leave it at a certain period of time. You know, there are so many ways that you can go about doing this. Okay, I'm just telling you, there are so many ways that you can go about eating foods and doing other things that can allow you to lose the weight. I have a neighbor whose husband purchases local prepackaged foods that are portioned control and healthy. And it is done by a local company. And it's not crazy expensive. And the thing of it is, is aside from the fact that it's portioned controlled, there's also a high amount of protein and fiber. And then it's left up to him to have natural, healthy snacks. Intermittent fasting. Probably the worst invention. Let me tell you why. You are starving yourself. Okay? I can't tell you. I tried doing intermittent fasting. So did my husband. Neither one of us could wait until we ate something in the morning. We were able to wait a certain period of time. But after that certain period of time, we were dying. We were getting nauseous, gassy, acid reflux because the acids were pushing up our esophagus because we were so hungry. We had to do everything in our power to not do something that was natural, to eat. So what we decided to do was reduce the intermittent fasting because there's like three or four different ways to do it. Okay, you can do the 16-hour one. I don't know, I think there's like a 12-hour one, a 10-hour one. It's all different ones, and I think it's also based on either A, what you want, or B, how much you want to lose, or your body size, or, or style, rather. If you stop eating 
at the same time every night. Let's say your last snack is 8 p.m. And it's a light, healthy, fiber-induced, somewhat protein-induced snack. Then that's your last snack. And then when you wake up, instead of going for a full, huge breakfast, the first thing that you do is you drink a cup of hot tea or you drink a cup of coffee or you have a large glass of water with some lemon in it. That's the first thing that should hit your intestines when you wake up. Because what that does is it actually starts to exceed the digestive properties of your body. It just helps aid in your metabolism, especially for those of us who are getting older and need a little bit of help because our estrogen is becoming lower, thus causing us to get a little excess belly fat that we just don't like. I have been doing the same thing for years and literally having the same breakfast. So let me tell you my routine. My routine is I get up, I don't eat immediately, I do a few things that I need to do. I stretch, blah, 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 wash my face, brush my teeth, you know, get dressed, the whole thing. And then I will go in my kitchen and I will have a large glass of water with lemon in it. Like I said, to help speed up my metabolism, but also it wakes me up, it makes me feel rejuvenated. And then I make myself the same practically the same thing. I, on Sunday or Monday morning, I cut up a ton of vegetables and I put them in Ziploc bags. And I make myself egg whites, like a scrambled egg white, vegetable egg white breakfast because I cannot eat egg yolks. For some reason, I get really bad heartburn and it is something that started happening later on in life with me. Every now and then I can have eggs, but I just can't do the yolks every day. So I get egg whites. Of course, they are organic, but that's just my thing. So I make, I chop up, uh, let's see, some zucchini, mushrooms, just a tiny bit of onion for flavor, caramelizing. I love that. Uh, and whatever vegetables I might have left over that I might have just purchased, I might put in um, some orange peppers. Sometimes that could give me heartburn too. It really depends. Um, and I will add some spinach and like a half of a slice of American cheese. Because I really do love the taste of the cheese, but it could be fattening. So I do that and I add a little touch of salt or a little touch of everything but the bagel from Trader Joe's. Not a plug, but you guys, everything but the bagel. Oh my God, it's so good. You got to get it. Really adds so much flavor. It's like an everything bagel without the bagel. And I do have one piece of toast every morning. I think it's the Dave's Killer Bread, the organic. This, despite what people say or what things are written about wheat and gluten and bread and nah, 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 nah. I don't think that one skinny slice of bread is going to wreak havoc on my body. Plus, I do need something a little binding, so I have that. 
I also have some green tea in the morning. Not just because I love it and for its health purposes, but it really does help speed up metabolism too. And it can start, it can help to burn fat. That's it. And then after that, I continue on my day. I always have my water with me. That is something that I have struggled with doing. I always forget to drink water. So I just fill up my water bottle the morning of and I bring it everywhere with me. And what a pain it is because I go to the bathroom all the time. I mean, you'd think by now that like it would stay in my system, but your body holds on to water. And when your body holds on to water, it can make you look like you've gained weight or even bloated. So when you start to drink water, it actually pushes out the excess water that your body just does not need anymore. So it's actually really good for you to do that and to start early and to get in as much as you can. And there are websites that you can go to that can tell you exactly how much you are supposed to be consuming throughout the day. So you can just hit up one of those uh, websites and you will see. But for me, uh, I try to get in as much as I can. I never reach my goal ever because sometimes it's really hard to drink water. Anyway, so that is what I do. And I try very hard to work out six days a week. Now I know people who will double it up, like the 75 hard people, which I did try and stopped. It just was not for me. But the 75 hard program includes quite a lot of things. One of which is to um, work out twice a day, 45 minutes each. Why I don't like that is because I don't have the time to split up two workouts. Number one. Number two, it was really irritating for me to do that. It was incredibly irritating for me to, let's say, be outdoor wa outdoors walking. I'm on almost 20 minutes now. 17 and a half minutes. That would mean I would only be able to do this for another 25 minutes. And then I'd have to stop. And then I'd have to pick another time during the day to do another 45 minutes. So I did some research on the subject. And I came to the realization that what I read, there is some truth to the fact of uh, not, I mean, not working out just once. It basically says that when you work out twice a day, it has more impact on you losing weight than if you were to just work out that one time because it does something to your metabolism it does something to i don't know your body i don't remember what it said i just remember that it said it's better than doing one long workout and i tell you i did see a bit of a difference when i was doing two workouts a day i definitely saw a difference but I'd rather it take a little bit longer for me to lose weight and just do one long workout a day versus working out twice a day. I was actually stressing out 
over knowing that I had to work out a second time. And I just didn't have the time to do it. And here's the thing. Even if I did have the time, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to get back up again and go do a 45-minute workout. Even if I did two walks, I don't want to do two walks a day. I'm out. I want to do it now. That's it. Done. Got it over with. You're still going to lose the weight if you just do one long walk versus, you know, doing two separate workouts. It's just going to take a little bit longer. But there are people that have had a ton of great um, results with the 75 hard. But here's the thing, just like I was saying before, because that's what this is about, fad diets. It just doesn't stay permanent. It just doesn't happen. You can do it and you can have great results. But as soon as you stop doing two workouts, as soon as you stop pushing yourself past the limit, which is what 75 hard is all about, pushing yourself, making yourself go past your comfort zone. Once you stop doing that, you're going to gain the weight. So this is really all about finding the best way to lose weight, keep the weight off for the rest of your life without having to do crazy, ridiculous things or buying into fads like these diets or pre-made foods to help you lose weight. That is not to say that getting pre-made foods is bad. I'm talking about the diet plans like the Octavia's and the other ones where you, the Weight Watchers are, not so much Weight Watchers, but, um, oh, come on, Nutrisystem. There was another one, I forget. When you have someone else doing the portion controls and all of that for you, it does make a big difference. But the, the deal is, is that if you're not following the system designed from other people who don't even know you, on a plan with coaches that are not real or not even certified, who know just as much as you know, you are bound to fail. I believe that the best, quote, diet, and I am using that term loosely, I'm talking about a lifestyle. I believe that the best lifestyle for people is to choose one that involves you being responsible for your own body your own weight, your own health. Don't let others do it for you. Now, if you want to order food from a service that pre-makes food and it's healthy, organic, whole, and because you don't have the time, that's perfectly fine because that's just food. But joining, I think, these companies that purport themselves as being coaches and, um, you know, lifestyle changers, once you are done with them and you're on your own, you're screwed. And you will be done with them eventually. That's why I kind of, I don't do Weight Watchers. I don't do any of that. But why I like Weight Watchers is because you are responsible for buying 
your own food, for preparing your own food. You are learning about carbs, you're learning about protein, you're learning about sugars and fats and sodium. You are becoming aware of what you're actually putting in your mouth and how it can actually affect your health versus buying it from some company that pre-made it for you. But like I said, okay, I'm about to pass a mobile grooming van. I apologize for the humming that's about to come up, but I am passing it as quickly as I can. So anyway, again, I am not saying not to have local companies make food for you. I'm all for that. I'm not for these prepackaged meals and snacks and fucking granola bars and, and, and desserts and stuff. I'm not into doing all that because you are not teaching yourself what you can and cannot eat. If you get a particular meal made for you, let's say you get a week's worth of meals made for you, okay? Let's say one is salmon with, I don't know, some form of vegetable and maybe a little carb. Well, that's perfect. And you can clearly see what it is and it's fresh and you keep it in your refrigerator and you eat it. Now, would you have had the time to maybe make that meal? Perhaps no, but that's okay because you are at least eating healthy and you're not relying on that being your only sole way of eating, okay? So you get this prepared meal, but now you're on your own. You now have to navigate ways of eating healthy snacks in between your meals. You have to navigate when to add time for exercise. You need to navigate all of these other foods that you're gonna put in your body throughout the day, except for that one meal that you're getting at night. You have to navigate that you should be making a salad for lunch with maybe some leftover chicken that you had the night before, or, you know, uh, having some oatmeal with, you know, some granola in it the morning of, and what other things can you have throughout the day that are healthy that you can learn about? Again, that is why I like Weight Watchers, because I think that when you are doing Weight Watchers, you are learning exactly what to eat, what's good for you, what's bad for you, what you should eat, what you shouldn't eat. You're doing all the legwork. So that's why I don't agree with the I don't have time. There's only one you. And if you are going to start taking better care of yourself, you have to be doing it yourself. You need to make the time or do less work. I know it sounds like a horrible thing for me to say, but it's true. If there is no you, then there is no work. There is no money there, you know. But again, having the one meal a day pre-done for you is fine. But you need to learn what you can do to actually do things for yourself throughout the day. 
Now for me, I was going to start doing Weight Watchers because years ago my mom had done it and I felt like, oh, this is so great. You know, she was learning all about what to do and how to eat and, you know, portion control and all that other stuff, but she stopped doing it. Then guess what? The majority of the people stopped doing it. And that is just a fact. There's nothing that you can do about when you stop. Because you will. I promise you that no matter what you do, you will stop whatever plan you are on. You're not going to continue with it. Because nobody ever does. Nobody ever ever sticks with anything they change it up they maneuver it they move it around that's just how things are that's why you need to make an entire lifestyle change you need to figure out what you can do to make a lifestyle change with something you will stick with so what can you do You need to figure that out for yourself. My God, the amount of friggin' cars going around this neighborhood and kids on their little trikes and their little bikes and, oh my God, making so much noise. This was not the best idea for me to come out here and do this, but whatever. I think that the best kind of, quote, diet uh, that anyone can stick with is one, like I said, that will become a lifestyle change and one that you can continue on for the rest of your life that doesn't require a lot of thinking, that doesn't require, excuse me, it doesn't require a lot of um, money, one that doesn't require you to have to change your whole lifestyle that you are not comfortable with. It has to be a simple, easy change. So when I needed to lose like 10 pounds, I stressed out over it. What do I mean? Well, I mean, I thought of every way of, well, what kind of workout am I going to do? How many days a week am I going to work out? Am I going to do a walk and I'm going to go to the gym on the same day? And if I don't walk every day, how am I going to lose the weight if I'm just working out? And then I made myself so crazy that I actually didn't even start working out because I consumed myself so much with the what am I going to do, how am I going to do it, blah, 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 that I literally pushed myself away from doing it at all. And that was the worst fucking thing I could have done. The worst. Until finally, my husband was listening to me. I was telling him about what my plan would be and I'm going on and on like obsessively going on and he was just like all right stop he knows me we've been together 30 years he said to me this is where you make yourself so crazy that you just don't do it and he said like the Nike commercial he said just do it don't think don't plan. You know what you can do. Just do it. And don't be in such a rush to lose the the 10 pounds, he said. Take it day 
by day. And I will tell you, it was the best advice. What do I do now? I wake up and I decide what kind of workout I'm going to do. Like today, I'm walking. I'm too tired to do any other kind of workout. Okay, fine. There might be a day where I might have the time to walk and do a workout. You know, I have to be done with everything by like 1.45. So even if I were to get up early and walk and then work out right afterwards, I won't have the time to do anything else. So I might go to the gym and I might, you know, do a workout and then after dinner I'll go for a walk. Or maybe I'll just do one thing a day. But the thing of it is, is that obsessing over it wasn't making anything better. Like I said, it was pushing me away from actually wanting to do it. And then the weight started to come off slowly, but it came off. You know, that's my point. The fact that it was coming off and because it was coming off slowly, it was also allowing me to readapt myself or to adapt myself to a new, I keep using air quotes, a new quote diet, meaning lifestyle. I slowly started changing the things that I ate, the way I ate, how much I ate, what I ate. And I did it so slow that by the time the 10 pounds came off, 10 pounds took almost six or seven months, maybe even eight months. Now for some, that weight comes off in a month too, maybe even three months. But because I was changing my eating habits as well, I don't think that I lost the weight as much as I would have. And also, I wasn't doing any kind of high-intensity workout. I was just walking or I was lifting weights. Gone are the days of high-intensity for me because I just don't like it. I don't like how I feel when I'm doing it. And I do have a neck issue, so I cannot do anything high-impact. I can do low impact. And once it gets warmer out in the summertime, I usually do my workouts in the house. So I will just go to the gym and work out there and do the elliptical. Um, or I might work out at home. I have a gym at home as well. But I might also do a video, a low impact video. Or I might do the bands. You know, it's it doesn't matter what you do as long as you're doing it. And that took a while, really long time for me to adopt that theory. Had it not been for my husband shutting me the fuck up, I wouldn't have realized he's right. I don't have to obsess about this. I don't have to think about it. Just do it. And so because I was still eating, you know, uh, chips and still eating chocolate, which you're not going to take away from me even today, you know, because I was slowly starting to take that stuff away and doing it more in moderation, that's why it took a little bit longer versus cutting everything off, working out twice a day, losing all the weight really fast, but being miserable and angry and wanting my chips or wanting my chocolate. I decided to do it slowly and hell yeah, I still have my chocolate and hell yeah, I still have my chips, but my chips are no longer the junky chips. Well, okay, 
I will every now and then have some goldfish or cheese doodles. But for the most part, I now have all natural, organic ugh, chips. At least I know that if I am in, in a chip mood that I'm eating something that's better for me than the junky stuff. I don't have ice cream nearly as much as I used to. I will have ice cream maybe once every two weeks. And I won't have a lot of it. I'll have enough for me to be like, okay, that was good. Although, you know, for me, enough is like a huge Sunday. You know, it was really just a matter of switching things up, changing some things around, and realizing that there are alternative ways. And now here I am, years after I adopted this new kind of lifestyle. And it's all I know. I It's not saying that I don't remember my old ways. It's saying that I, I remember my old ways, but I'm not going back to them because I have seen incredible results. And I'm also healthier and happier and don't like how it used to be with me. And did I do it using a coach? No. Did I do it using one of these diet fads that would just you know, screw me up in the end and piss me off anyway. I'd lose all this weight and, you know, then I'd gain it back now. What about people that really do have more than 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40, 50 pounds? I love seeing these posts on Facebook and Instagram, the before and after, and, ooh, so-and-so lost 30 pounds in three months. A, bullshit. And B, let's just say there was an ounce of truth, and they did. Yeah, that is not healthy, okay? It, you're supposed to maybe lose one, maybe two pounds a week. It is so unhealthy to lose more than that. And your body doesn't have time to play catch up. It's like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I just lost all this weight. I'm not eating the foods I want to eat. I'm not getting the help I'm supposed to be getting. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going, I'm just going to have you know, this one pint of Ben and Jerry's, and then the next day I'm not going to work out, and then all of a sudden the next thing you know, you've gained 10, 20 pounds again. So basically you just need to find something that can help you change your lifestyle, to help you change what you know now into something healthier and better, and stick to that. It's very easy, people, to read labels. It's very easy to go online and see what a normal amount of sodium is to have in a day. How much sugar you should have, how much sugar you shouldn't have. It's easy to just learn what ingredients are. My God, if you see things you can't pronounce, we learned this when we were kids. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your mouth. By whole foods. Now, if you cannot afford to buy organic, you can still buy inexpensive healthy foods. You just have to make an effort to find it. I don't buy for a minute that it is an impossible feat to find healthy foods when you are out and about. Okay? So I don't want to hear it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm going to keep telling you 
I don't stop myself from having certain foods. If I'm craving chocolate, I'll have it, but I will not have as much as I might have had in the past. I'm not going to, you know, eat it, eat like a whole chocolate bar. I'll have a piece because those are cravings that your body remembers that are not healthy. So have that chocolate. Just don't have a lot of it. Have those chips. Just don't have a lot of it. And if you have a bad day where you, you know, fall off the, quote, diet wagon, you get back up the next day, get back up the day after. Whatever you do, do not allow yourself to get upset with yourself and depressed and down. Because you know what that's going to do for you in the end? In the end, that's actually going to make you eat more, exercise less, make you more depressed, anxious, upset, angry. And who needs that? I'm telling you this because I've gone through it. I am not a large woman. I am not someone who needs to lose an excessive amount of weight. I am someone who likes to maintain a healthy weight. And there are times when I'm over. Sometimes I'm way over. I am fortunate to where I've never had to um, deal with an exorbitant amount of weight that I would need to take off. But regardless of whether it's a small amount or a large amount, it's still weight. And if you have to lose 30 and I only have to lose 10, we still both have weight that we have to lose. We still have to work at taking it off and being healthy. Now, when I started gaining this weight, um, my blood pressure was higher. It wasn't crazy high. It was right around the time that, I don't know if it's the CDC or whatever it is, changed the numbers for the, the blood pressure numbers. And I was totally normal and then all of a sudden they changed the numbers and now I'm kind of like, not high, but like in between, like, like in the mid-range. And so it had stayed like that for like six months. And so I decided, okay, let me go see the doctor. So of course, what happens when you go see the doctor? I mean, before they say anything to you like, okay, why don't you try and lose the weight first? The first thing they tell you to do is to go on medication. Now, I kind of understand the reason why they do that because God knows how many people are told to lose the weight and they don't. And this is like an easy fix. But because it's an easy fix, it prevents people from losing the weight because you have something controlling it now. So I was like, no man, I'm not going on medication. Well, I did. I started medication because I actually was getting a little nervous. As it turned out, it wasn't so much because of the weight because I didn't gain that much weight. It's because sodium sensitivity runs in my family. My mom is even uh, on high blood pressure medication because she's salt sensitive. But the doctors say that's not the only reason why, um, you know, you get high blood pressure. It's not just because of salt sensitivity. Okay, whatever. 
Well, here's the deal. I lost those 10 pounds and that supposed salt sensitivity gone. So that's why I don't believe when the doctor tells me that you are salt sensitive when yet I lost 10 pounds and I no longer had quote high blood pressure and I was able to come off the medication. I think that it all has to do with weight because when you gain weight, you have excess sodium in your body. It all makes sense. It was enough for me to say, okay, I see what's happening here. I've gained some weight. My blood pressure has gone up. I haven't been exercising nearly as much as I used to. I have not been eating as well as I should be. And so I started looking into all these fad diets. And the first thing that I realized was how frustrated I was getting, how different they were, and all the promises that they made, and all of the negative comments that I read. But the one common denominator, the one common denominator with regard to all of these diet style type, you know, companies was it doesn't last at all it does not last in any way shape or form unless you have learned how to maintain a healthier lifestyle outside of this particular diet in other words you're not going to keep spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on prepackaged food and prepackaged snacks and prepackaged coaches. There's going to be a time when you're going to come off it. And when you do, then what? What did you learn throughout the whole time that you were on that particular diet? Did you learn? the proper way to eat, the proper way to exercise? Did you learn about nutrition? If not, if you didn't take the time to learn, become more knowledgeable while you were, you know, doing this fad diet, then what was the point? Just to lose weight because Christmas is coming up and you have parties and you want to look good? It's the end result is this. You need to do it yourself. You need to educate yourself so you can become the best version of yourself without the help of others. That's it. Learn about food. Learn about ingredients. Write down things. It's really so simple. You can learn it in a day. You, you know, you've got the internet. There's no excuse. You can go to one website that'll tell you all of the best foods for you, the best foods to help, you know, speed up your metabolism, you know, what to avoid, when to avoid it, uh, fat burning foods, you know, I mean, there's ways of doing it without the help of others, with only your help. I think in the end, the most important element of these fad diets is for you to become educated and knowledgeable. And if you do that, you will teach yourself. Now, if you need the help of these fad diets, 
my recommendation is, and you can take it or leave it, is to do it for a short period of time while you are learning about best practices for your own health, for your own, you know, way of eating and nutrition and all that. So yeah, go ahead, go do it. But know that when you come off it, you need to take the reins. And it's okay. So many people become so reliant upon these fad diets that they don't realize that when they come off it, they have become reliant upon these diets and now they don't know what to do. It's really very simple. Don't eat crap. Don't eat a lot. Eat whole nutritional food, exercise, and drink water. Get the infused bottle where you can put like, you know, all different kinds of fruits. Buy the cheap um, frozen fruit and put it inside the day before. So by the time you drink it, it's so it's infused with fruit or or add some lemon add some cucumber some orange it's a very simple learning process so with this in mind to in summary this is me telling you do not give in to these diets these diet plans this intermittent fasting shit don't give in to it do research follow your own guidelines and stop relying on others to do it for you. No one's going to help you. Remember, look back at some of my other podcasts with me quoting Mel Robbins. No one is there for you. No one's going to push you to do the things that you need to do. No matter how much you want to believe that there are going to be people out there that are going to push you to do what you need to do. You're the one that needs to do it. You're the one that needs to push yourself. And trust me when I tell you, if I can do it, you can do it. Have a wonderful Merry Merry Christmas, everybody, and be safe.